Minute of the Creative Listening Podcast. I am Chris Berkheimer, one of the hosts. With me as always. Luke Laris. Luke Laris. Yeah, you said it sing-songy today. Yeah. Yeah. All right, with us. Uh, you know what, Luke? We only have four people on mic at a time for the rest of time. Or until we get a bigger mixer, maybe. <laughs> so it's just going to be you and I and two guests. So we have Birdie. Hi. And Murad. Howdy. Howdy. Murad's from Texas. Howdy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy. All right. We have a lot to cover today. We're going to talk about fall TV in segment three. That's kind of our main topic, especially Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, we watched My Neighbor Totoro, so we'll get that to, get to that in segment two. But in this first segment, we're going to go through some news and stuff. And Birdie is the only one here who has seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Yes. So I asked her to give us a quick rundown on what it's like, should people see it, etc. So, oh, yeah, it's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. For sure. Um, I asked you about, is, at, is it as funny as the first one? I, I guess so. You think so? Because they aim for it. Right. Like, pretty badly. But maybe it's not quite as good because it doesn't have as much heart as yes. the first one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or they're trying too hard to kind of invoke that emotion on you, and you're just like, uh, you're just like, no, like, that's the only th- issue I had with this one. I was like, just let it come, you know Organically. What I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. And they're forcing it a little bit, but, like, hilarious level? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you need to see the first one? To see the second no, one. No, they actually explain it. Oh, they explain it. Very okay. well. In the well, book. Murad still is going to borrow my copy of the first one. He hasn't seen it. As and he should. Luke, you have seen the first one, correct? Yes. Okay. And you like the first one? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, well, we kind of talked about this. You want to see the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. I, I heard it was funny. I heard it gets a little cheesy. but Cheesy. Yes. <laughs> I've heard there are food puns galore, which... Yes. About I've, 35. I'm pretty excited about that, really. (laughs) Although at some point it might be like, okay, that was really bad. (laughs) Got great music, too. Paul McCartney opens up the song. That's a win. Uh Uh-huh. It's a great win. All right. Um, So, Birdie recommends. Mm -hmm. The rest of us have no idea. Thumbs up. All right. So, straight on to some news. We have a couple stories to cover. And first, one that is very personal and near and dear to Mr. Luke Laris is a Twitter account (laughs) has stopped tweeting is that the best has died and is called horse ebooks so luke you're just gonna have to explain (laughs) this as best you can well horse ebooks was started about five years ago to tweet links to an ebooks website right but to avoid getting shut down by twitter because twitter does that it shuts down spam bots right they uh the creator made this algorithm to take up out experts of uh, ebooks and Mm -hmm. tweet them between the links so it's just random sentences from books essentially pretty much pretty much at least it was that way until around 2011 when some buzzfeed guy picked it up and then Mm. began tweeting stuff that he came up with himself that explains a tweet you once put out about um uh buzzfeed ruins everything horse ebooks is a great example yes yes. yes. and it's true buzzfeed does ruin everything it does (laughs) very true yeah but I gotta admit, those tweets are amazing, and that's when Horsey Books really started to take off. Was when really he took control of it. Uh, but he had to stop, and then finally use Horsey Books dying tweets as a uh, okay tool to, pr- to promote his art project he was doing. So, yeah. Oh. Luke Luke retweets Horsey Books all the time, or at least he did. Yeah, so I did. Yeah. I was, and there are a few that I thought were pretty funny, but I. Thinking about 2011, I think almost all the ones I've probably seen from Horsey Books were all faked, I guess you could say. Um, late so. 2011. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think you Murad, actually, you're silent yeah. on this one, probably because you understand none of no. this. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't get much of it myself. Isn't the original guy who started it, he's like Russian or something? He's a Russian web developer. Russian web developer. Makes a bunch of spammy ebook sites. All right. Yeah. And Horse Ebooks isn't the only underscore ebooks account. So, yeah. Uh, but they're from different people, not from him. Oh, are no, they? they're all from him. Oh, they're all he's from got him. got like 170 Holy crap. websites. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and but The things them, you find online. Yeah, but none <laughs> of them are as good as Horse Ebooks, though. Luke sees celebrity online but then i had to teach him like who some of the beatles were (laughs) because i don't think he knew who paul mccartney 
Like, nice. oh, yeah, he's a Beatle. Yeah, see, <laughs> what? that was an honest answer there, people. <laughs> Luke knows all these obscure internet celebrities, but the celebrities that the bulk, it, it's okay. It's not, it's not like it's a problem. It's just funny <laughs> to me that like it, the people that, that everyone else at this table and really anyone else at the podcast would know, Luke, I would say Luke and Dustin West, who has not been on a long time, know the least of these celebrities. Um, and Dustin just knows, I don't know, like football players and stuff. And small towns in Texas. That seems to be a, an area of expertise for him. So there you go. All right. Interesting. Anything else about horsey books? He's um, amazing. Was, all right. Yeah. Rest in peace. That's not the only obit we're doing today. Let's let's perk things up before we do another obit. Okay, Mirad brought this story to our attention. You have your list in front of you, right, Mirad? Yes. Okay, so I don't need mine. Um Basically, it came out that on Stan Lee's IMDb page, there are, looks like some other Marvel movies in development. So, yes, possible the, possible hints towards what could be coming. Yeah the, yeah, the last one that's actually in development at the time is Next Avengers movie, right? Um, which is Age uh, of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Which um, does anybody know who Ultron is? Should I, a little bit. A little bit. The- He's a bad guy in space. He was um, a robot, like an an android system, I guess, built by Ant Man, and uh, and he's meant to be good, but he's going to be bad. And and it's um, there's some interesting Ultron stories. I'm not crazy about Ultron as a villain, but I could see how they could make it work. So you know, doesn't doesn't he create Vision? Um, Vision, well, there's been different versions. Uh, I can't remember if Ultron created Vision or Vision created Ultron, but ultimately Hank Pym kind of made them both, you know? Okay. And it's kind of like a Cain and Abel. There's the good brother and the bad brother um, type of deal. So there you go. Cool. Um, obviously, I think we're all excited for another Avengers movie, although Luke probably the least. Um, I, The Avengers was okay. Yeah. I did not like it as much as other people did. Yeah. But you still like a lot of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Just yeah. It it doesn't wow Luke as much to see a lot of these superheroes that some of them he didn't know who they were coming in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Does it say like what year it's coming out? I believe I it's 15. 20, 2015. Okay, yeah. so that's so. what I thought. Which is gonna be like a huge summer. I can't remember all the movies that are supposed to come out then, but it's gonna be big. Alright, so what's next? All these other ones are ones that are uh, just announced. That's just what, announced. That's what they're saying on the. I'm on, I'm gonna say they're rumored more like, because I couldn't find anything to truly confirm. Yes, um, probably. But I, I one or two of them. I'm like I I will bet you my lunch money it'll happen. So yeah. Woo. lay them on us. It's the the hang the hands of Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yes. Can anybody guess what that guy does? <laughs> With his Karate. hands. Yes, he's a kung fu master. <laughs> Uh, he was big in the seventies. He was he was Marvel's Bruce Lee, basically. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So. Then we have uh, Nick Fury. Wait, Luke doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. No. Yeah, no. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, very famous martial artist. Yes, that's all you need. Yes, that's awesome. all you. Need. I'll show you Enter the Dragon. That's a good one. All right, keep going, Mirad. Right, so Nick Fury is the next Nick one. Nick Fury, which hmm. I guess is standalone. Which I would hope they might do a prequel with that one. Um, do a young Nick Fury. Well, that's what the description is on IMDb. Oh, really? It says it's, it's a prequel. Yeah, it's okay. An Amer- a young, Amer- I forget what, the pre- what it says on there, but okay. But it is going to be something younger. I can try and cool. pull it up. Um, okay. And then it's Doctor Strange. I I can almost guarantee they'll do this one. I think I've it, heard that. He's actually. a he's maybe not an A list character, but certainly B list. Um, Master of Mysticism, very cool mm-hmm. character. Uh, I love Doctor Strange. So, what Iron Man is to tech, he is to magic and stuff. So, you know. Yep. Um, the next one I think will probably be the biggest, which is Deadpool. Yeah. So. Oh, snap. Um, the thing with that one is, Deadpool, I guess, is owned by Fox when it comes to the movies. So, that movie would have to be put out by Fox. Because uh, remember, Deadpool made... was in the X Men movies. So, that could mean it could really suck. <gasps> yes. So. Yeah. No. Um, oh, that just ruined my day. <laughs> um, Deadpool also is a character that is a comic book fan. 
I, it seems like every comic book fan goes through this. You like Deadpool at first, but then after a year and a half of them, you're like, okay, I'm so done with this character. And that's kind of the way I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, really? yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Most, ask anybody who's I, been reading I, comics for like more than five or six years, and they'll be like, yeah, I mean, I'll still read stuff with him in it, but I'm never going to read a book that's just about Deadpool mm. again unless I hear it's like blows my mind mows my lawn and cooks my dinner I mean, honestly <laughs> all right what's next all right and then the last one is the annihilator annihilator, annihilator. yeah annihilator. um what's that okay i was looking at this one because there's been a couple different annihilators like that's kind of an open-ended name in the marvel universe and so i i pulled it up on IMD, imdb and it says chinese expatriate and practitioner of Kwai Zhang and martial arts receives additional training in the secret U.S. program. But to me, the Annihilators, um, I thought he was a guy who like at one point worked for Galactus and this is getting beyond y'all, I guess. Anyways, (laughs) it's like a space character. He looks to me the Annihilator. or buggish, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Well, there's a Nihilus who's that. That's who I was thinking. Um, But there's also, I think, I'm pretty sure there's another Annihilator. Um, Unless I don't know everything I'm I'm reading on IMDb, I'm like this doesn't even sound like um, a Marvel story. I know hmm. um, there's one kind of missing from here that I heard Stanley talk about in an interview, which is the Black Panther. Which you guys, any of you know about that one? Murad, I think knows a little. I know. Yeah, I know who he is. Okay, Black Panther is one of my favorite superheroes of not just Marvel. Um, he is from he's the king of a secret african nation that is very small but very powerful and they've done everything they can to remain hidden and so they're like Ooh, forward cool. in technology and all this stuff so it's kind of like this atlantis of africa mm-hmm. that's hidden uh and they mine this really durable metal there that they can use for different kinds of weapons and he's kind of like captain america's fighting skills in a yes. lower grade version of iron man's suit um, and he's, and also he is obviously a black character, but he is actually a, um, a character that's well-developed. It's not just like he's there because he's black, um, or they were trying to do, you know, something more PC. It's actually an interesting character that, you know, they were doing more than just a publicity stunt. Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's been around a long time. And there's certainly been a lot of characters where they've tried to expand to different races and genders that it just kind of falls flat because they don't actually develop the character. Mm-hmm. So Black Panther, for me, uh, I would be, out of all those, the most excited for that one. I would love to read that. Um, it's great. There's some great Black Panther stories. So Now, have you heard anything more about Ant-Man? Because I thought that was... Um, it's out. coming out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I guess maybe... I, I guess Stan Lee's maybe not working on it as much, but... That one's going to be done by Ed or Simon or no Edgar Wright, who did um, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and At World's End and Scott Pilgrim. Which you've seen Scott Pilgrim, you know that Edgar Wright can make a comic book movie. So, this is true. Yeah, very true. Um, I think we need to move on. So, anything to add to any of those? I don't no. know anything. You're talking about. <laughs> yes, we Murad kind of knows now, but Luke's confused. That's hey, that's what makes the podcast so creative because we're all different. One of us is a girl, you guys. Um, oh, my God. All right, now for a big story. Look, people already know this one, but Man. former Nintendo president Hiroshi Yamuchi, been practicing that all day. Good job. Um, has passed away, and this was like two weeks ago now. Um, but I felt like the best way to pay... I mean, Luke, you really want to do this story, so I don't I don't want to cut you off from saying anything. Is there I, anything you want to say about no, this? I I've never played any of the Nintendo games. Well, there is that. Consoles. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. But obviously for nerds, he's a big part of the culture. Definitely. He he was the president since, I believe, 1949. There it is right there. Yeah, he's, he Um, which means 85? uh, He was 85. Yes. Um, He was the third president of Nintendo, which blows my mind that they already had two presidents before I know, 1949. Right? I think they were making yeah. office tools before that. And I, and I think we were talking about uh, like board games and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Cards and stuff. Card games, stuff like that. Um, so at some point, you know, they invested in video games. But 
I think the best way to pay homage to a man who created games is to real quick go through our favorite Nintendo ah. games. I knew Birdie was going <laughs> to... So Luke has not played any, so um, I guess this will be what we recommend to him. Birdie, you ready with one? Let's each them. let's each try to name like two or three that really mean something special. So if you guys aren't ready, I'm, I'm going to name no. a more recent one. No. Okay. Um... Twilight Princess, <gasps> the uh, Zelda game. I was going to say that. Like, yeah. Um, that is the one where Link from Luke, this is pretty cool. He gets bit by a werewolf. So part of the game you play as like this wolf character, but you also play as a guy. And it's very creative. Um, it's a darker Zelda story. He doesn't get bit by a werewolf. He enters into the Twilight Zone. Uh, whatever. He enters into the Twilight. He does not get bit by He <laughs> really goes through the Twilight Zone with Rod Serling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, um, he goes through the Twilight um, portal or something. Force, uh, force field. And everyone else turned like they didn't know what was going on. Right. So they're kind of like ghosts. But he turned into a wolf because of the Triforce. Oh, okay. So. Thank you. Just sorry. Nerd. Um, <laughs> no. Nerd. That's one of my favorite games. I know. I'm that's not even kidding game. you. And that, that's the one where you do a lot of horse combat, where you're mm -hmm. riding the horse, and you yeah. actually, there's a guy on like a warthog, and you got to cut his head off. Like you ride at each other and joust. It's pretty sweet. It's a sweet. joust, that's and awesome. it's intense. And it's pretty sweet. And it was on the Wii, so the sword movements are very cool with that. And they that. make noise when you shake them. Yes, they make noise. <laughs> um, so that is one I highly recommend on the Wii. Um, somebody else name one. Well, yeah. I'm going to go old school. Yeah. Super yes. Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And it's um, Super Mario Kart. Yes. And, and, and while the, the newer ones are cool and everything, and mm -hmm. I know I know the N64 one was really big. Very popular. Um, But there's nothing better than old school Super Mario mm -hmm. Kart and just one-on-one because -on -one, you, you only you have two You and I have played quite a few oh, yes. uh, hours of that game. <laughs> like... It's so good. Wasn't I invited? I'm sorry. We were at work. <laughs> to be real honest, Aww. we were at work. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Best character in that game, or at least who do you play as? Oh, it was I forget the names. Do you play Toad. Toad and yeah. um, what's the motion play, guy? That's Toad. Toad. And guy. I always play Yoshi, the green oh. dinosaur. Oh, I'm Luigi all the way. All right. All the you have another one. Another oh, game, Birdie? It's just my childhood. It's I know. It's all my childhood. I have home video of my brother getting a uh, Nintendo NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, oh. with Mario 3 and us on Christmas Day <gasps> playing Mario 3, <laughs> which like, oh actually God. may be my favorite video game ever. I love Mario 3. It is so creative. I love doing the whole maps. I love that you go to the toad houses and pick prizes. I love that there's easy ways to cheat with magic flutes. I mean, oh, my oh yeah. This awesome. is a game where you take a lot of mushrooms, Luke, and, and grow bigger. And, so. and you grow a tail. That's, that's you, all Mario games. Right yes. There. And you get a cape. Um, I was a big fan of Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Yes. Yes. That was a great one. Yes. Um, Mario Kart Double Dash, actually, I think is a super underrated one. game. Did you ever play that, Miran? I haven't. It's, you have two people in a cart, so you it's, can switch oh, yes. to do strategy, and you can have two players in one cart. Yeah. So you can have two friends, or you can have four friends, have and have a two-on-two -two match where one guy's like handling the weapons, it's and awesome. one guy's driving. It's pretty <laughs> it's, sweet. It's great. I have yeah. it. We should play it sometime. Um, okay, I want to play it right now, it's actually. It's so now much fun. It. It's really fun. Um, I'd have to say like one of the most memorable days of my childhood. I was like 10, I think. And me and Ian got a GameCube mm -hmm. for Christmas. Oh my god! Oh yeah, Double Dash was actually. I think I was gonna say that one because yeah. I played. Wow, I wasted so much money. Yes, on that game. much but, better than um, Mario Kart Wii for my money. Oh uh, yes, I think my favorite games are from the Nintendo sixty four. Okay, you know, just whole Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda. Yes. And Star Fox 64. Oh, yes. I got that one. Oh, my gosh. Star Fox 64 is one of the best flying games. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And I love, uh, there's multiple paths you can take mm -hmm. in that game. Mm -hmm. So that's I've heard cool. a lot of good things about Star Fox. It's pretty it's, sweet. It is. The graphics, obviously, are going to be, you know, oh, yeah. a little, yeah. But uh, it's fun, and it's, oh, my God. Uh, even, even Google did the do a barrel roll thing. You yes. remember yes. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from Star Fox that 64. Is um, peppy. Oh my god! <laughs> I love. Peppy. I can, I don't want to start quoting that game because that's what we'll do the rest of the time. <laughs> do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Your father helped me like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Star Fox sixty four. Something's Definitely. up ahead. Looks different. <laughs> oh, and the Nintendo DS. 
I was not a big part of my childhood. Uh, I still have a DS. I love the Fire Emblem games, which aren't, I don't think they're Nintendo actually made by Nintendo. Fire Emblem. Um, but those, oh, I have a great one. Paper Mario for 64. Yes. Did you ever play that? Yes. No. I loved, that is one of my, my favorite RPGs I've ever played. It is great. It's a big Mario adventure, and <laughs> you... Oh! It's wonderful. The Yoshi Worlds. Um, Yoshi's Safari? I don't think so. Yoshi's Island. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yoshi's Safari, I think, is the one with the bazooka. Do you remember that for Super Nintendo? There was actually a bazooka you could get, and there was a game where you ride on Yoshi's back and just shoot at stuff coming oh at you. Yep, gosh. I do remember that one. Yep. Oh that was pretty gosh. sweet. Um, and that had Bowser's children in it, which I've always been a fan of. Bowser's Baby children. Bowser? Well, there's there's Bowser Jr. Oh, there you go. But there's Bowser also Jr. like um, I believe Eddie Bowser and Ludwig. Or no, wait, Ludwig von Koopa and those are in the Super Mario. Yes, world, Yes, they're in too. Super Mario World. They're bosses in that one. Yes, yeah. Um, Lenny, Lenny or Larry is one of them. Larry Koopa, I think, is his name. Koopa. Yeah. Loved the Koopas. Um, oh, um, yeah. Any other games? Super Mario Galaxy. That was pretty good. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I had fun. Very creative. It. It's pretty. Your ad's got um, one. I spent a lot of my childhood playing uh, Game Boy Color and playing um, Pokemon Blue. Oh, yes. Oh Pokemon Red and Blue God. were revolutionary. Luke, you at least have to know something about those. I know it existed. Okay. I know it existed. <laughs> Dude, you have to understand when Red and Blue came out, those games were great. I mean, I, they I still really are well crafted games. Yeah. Um, and I know people that still play Pokemon games just because they are well done. Oh, yes. Um, I do. Yeah. Um, ones, though. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know anybody that plays I've Pokemon played. Snap anymore, though, where you take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. Um, you can I, get emulators, Luke, and yeah, play a lot yeah. of the games no, that we've been talking about. I, I, I haven't played any actual Nintendo games, but I have played, like, Lego Star Wars on the GameCube. Right. And stuff. GameCube right. forever, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, Nintendo doesn't always release a lot of games for each system, like Nintendo game publishers or whatever. Um, but usually when they do, they'll make a gym. Sometimes they're a little rougher. Like we mentioned, some of the Mario, for example, some of the Mario Karts are definitely better than others. Oh, yeah, double And so, same with some of the Zeldas, like Wind Waker wasn't quite the best Zelda game. Um, what? Compared to Twilight Princess and Ocarina of Time. Okay, but you have to. It's a whole different style. I know. I know. It's a, it's a different world. style. I'm just saying. The Twilight Princess. Really, Jasmine? Great. It's a whole new world. Um, <laughs> yes. You want to bet my tiger? <laughs> but yeah. it, it really, if it's a game that's made by Nintendo, we didn't even mention Mario 64. Um, yeah. yeah. Then it's probably a quality game. And who. I can't think of a single person I don't know. Or a single person that I know that couldn't be able to hum a Mario tune. You know, one of the songs from the Mario games. Just about yeah. everybody knows those. Yes, Luke, you Even can. If you, yeah, you, no. you can. You'd recommend You would know it if you heard it. So there you go. Fortunate lives on. I don't even own a Wii U, and I won't. Oh, good. Yeah. No, dude, good. it's so much fun. It's like dude. a giant, okay. like, you fights game, on. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. You <laughs> Have you played thing. one? Have you yes. played one? Yes, it is, it is. It's okay. But you buy this for your kid, and you mm -hmm. hand your kid this expensive. You don't buy it for your kid. You buy it for yourself. Still, <laughs> as a parent, you buy it for a kid, and you hand your kid this controller with a screen on it. Yes. It's expensive. And kids yes. are like, ah, I lost. Yes. Control goes through the window. Okay, it's dude, if you saw the toddlers <laughs> I was thinking they just break the screen, but age, you know. Like, you'd be surprised how many toddlers have. It is iPad. funny that most kids can use their iPad better than the grandparent can use the iPad. You know? <laughs> My two-year-old niece it's true. can use it's true. her Surface yeah, true. Pro better than I can. Yeah. Way better. Surface Pro. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, no, it's just Surface, not Pro. Just a surface. Ding, but ding, it's ding. still. Fights out. Still. <laughs> all that to say, you should play all the Zelda games because they're all fantastic. Agreed. All right. Um, we're going to move on to segment two. So we'll see you there. Two, 
we have lost Murad and picked up Ian. Hey. Hey. There so he is. Birdie's here. Luke is here. Hola. Hi. Totoro's here. Oh. In the wind. <laughs> we are continuing our cartoon movie marathon uh, with My Neighbor Totoro, oh. um, which... Yeah. Definitely <laughs> is a good movie to watch after you've seen Grave of the Fireflies. It's recovery. Oh. For... It's yeah, recovery. Don't do yes. the reverse. Uh, don't don't, don't. do the because re- it'll ruin Totoro for you. I Unless think. you hate yourself. <laughs> Unless you. Hate. So, um, I, really, there's not any spoilers in this movie. So, yeah, I don't really feel much. like you can't spoil much. So we'll just pass it around and do our quick reviews. And I think Birdie's chomping the bits to talk about this movie. So Birdie, why don't you, Birdie. you give your quick personal review and then we'll do our discussion. Oh my gosh. May is the cutest little animated girl I have ever seen. Yes. Your little boots. Now she'd run and like fall all the time. <laughs> That's your review. The end. The end. The end. Just to give people oh, context. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, it's beautiful. No. I thought it was prettier than the Grave of the Fireflies, but then again. Oh, I think Grave of the Fireflies was beautiful. This was good really? looking, but I think it was Grave better. of the Fireflies. There are some scenes that are knockout. Yeah, there's I agree. some pretty cool stuff. I the, need to see this when he sees his Besides dad the on boat. the, the boat, boat scene. Is okay, that so boat is pretty. Great. Totoro didn't have anything to stack up with that. Just to give people context, uh, My Neighbor Totoro is a Studio Ghibli anime from 1989, and it's about two little girls and their dad move to the country, and literally that's like the plot. Uh, their it's mom adorable. is their mom is in the hospital not far away. And, uh, uh, Tokyo, right? Uh, I think the dad works in Tokyo. The mom's oh. in the hospital yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. So, Ian, you hadn't seen this one either. Give us your... Quick review. My quick review on it. Um, it'll put you in a good mood. Hey, I think so. Um, <laughs> I can agree with that. Also, I don't know. I thought it was going to be more of the girls, like both the little girls' imaginations making the creature, but it's it was actually a constant creature. There was, there was yeah. two they of them. They both saw it, yeah. Yeah, they it was the same it, yeah. thing. So it was kind of... That is interesting. It kind of justifies it more that it's not one person seeing it. Yeah. It's two. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well... Um, I want a cat bus. You want a cat? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to the cat it. bus. The story. All right, Luke, your your quick um, review on this it's one. It's actually a very sad movie because <laughs> okay, the, okay, go. Luke. The, their mom is in the hospital, so <laughs> they're very sad about that. So they turn to drugs as the answer, and then this fat cat shows up <laughs> <laughs> multiple times, <laughs> make him feel better. It's kind of a bunny. And it's yeah. He's a cat. Yeah, yeah, it's a cat. Well, he's, he's just ears. a weird cat. He has bunny ears. Well, what? All right, then he's a mystical forest creature. You see its mouth? It doesn't have. Like, Luke, anything else to say? Um, well, hang on, Luke's not done. You, you'll notice almost every time something bad happens, which you know mm-hmm. it happens a few times, they the cat shows up. That's true. So you know, mm-hmm. it just proves so, the constant drug use. So they need that pick me up, and so what we're not seeing because we don't really see in the film well, them take anything. They, they do grow drugs out in their backyard. <laughs> okay, well that's that. the cat gives them a packet of drugs. Okay, there is a point where it looks like the dr- the really cat does. is dealing them drugs a little Definitely, bit. There actually. is a point where Totoro hands and, them. Oh, a, the beginning scene where they're on their way out to the, their house in the country, mm-hmm. they're they're in the back of the truck. Oh, they hide eating. from what they think is a cop. Yes, yeah, they're, they do. They're, they're eating. I have Whoa. a theory. I have a theory on that one. It's because they're riding in the back of the car and they're not supposed to. Yeah. But they're also doing Obviously. drugs. <laughs> but they're also they're actually known. Yes. Actually, I think yes, Chris, that's correct. But that they're also on drugs. They were they were eating something that was similar to the fruit drops. Yeah, that is the true. They were kind of eating some like, I was like, drops. what? Because they were like excited. And actually, about it. this movie had black uh, little fuzzball things. Yes. And um, Grave of the Fireflies had white little fuzzball things that were. Um, eh, question What happened to those black little fuzzball things? You only saw them once. They just disappeared at one point. They're just a thing. They're just like, they just <laughs> left. Eyes open. Um, here's my quick review on this one. Definitely watch it with other people. Yes. Because you'll sit there being like, if you watch it by yourself, you'd be like, look at this, look at this. But it'd just be you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, my God, <laughs> did you notice that? Um, I think it is a pretty fun kids film. It's it's pretty sweet and innocent, but there are moments where I'm like, that's a little weird. Yeah. But I think it's more of a cultural divide than yes. anything else. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Drugs. And overall, oh. I enjoyed it. 
And Ian has found out that my wife's weights are underneath the table we're recording on. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> He's got a kettlebell. It's okay. And I'm really hoping he doesn't swing it in anything because there there's computer equipment and people everywhere. So let's let's uh, let's just kind of pull back towards the beginning of this movie. We were at first. It's kind of this thing where they're chasing dust mites almost. Yeah. And I was like, this is okay. These kids have immense amount of energy enthusiasm. And, and, oh my, oh god. my god! But it was funny. I I was chuckling during it's, some of that. It's infectious. And, and the little girl May has like a watermelon mouth where it's like it's like a big wedge cut of a watermelon <laughs> for a mouth. It's ginormous, and her head is like a big block yeah, well yeah. it's strange <laughs> things happen when you you're constantly it's taking strange. drugs yeah, oh, man. you know okay whether or not i definitely thought you know they're they moved to the country for the first time they might have found some mushrooms that they shouldn't that's have been true eating. <laughs> they're so i know oh. okay well there is in the actual film what the things i read from it is uh they have this encounter with the wind where like a really strong wind comes through and then you learn later that people can't see this wind. <laughs> Birdie. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, really Birdie was laughing broke at that wind. part. Uh, <laughs> I was making some jokes during that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, in Totoro, I, I have to say, I think I'm more in love with the characters from this movie than the film as a whole because I love mm-hmm. Totoro Who's just this bizarre, like thing. what, like flying. ten ten foot flying cat <laughs> thing that loves to sleep and can only say his own name, yeah. really. Um, and I mean, it's pretty cute. I thought it was endearing. There was a, a few points where I was like, "All right, you're pushing a little bit. Like, pull back on the Disney here." Oh yeah. Um, did anybody else feel that? Uh, what, what a little part? bit. Um, you missed it. It was more in the beginning. Yeah, it was more in the beginning. Dang. Ian came in a little late. Like the Alice in Wonderland. It was when they were cleaning yeah. the floor, especially with their dad. Oh, it was yeah. just like, life here on the farm is so great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At least they didn't have a whole singing uh, no, episode. That's true. They didn't sing. So. Um, I like those. As the film progresses, though, the little girl, actually, there was a really cool part. I love May follows like a mm-hmm. miniature Totoro through this little hedge maze and through like a hidden what pa- passage in a tree yeah did you guys think that was pretty cool that was I thought that, was, was, that was, I cool. Thought was pretty yeah i thought it was pretty um so i won't lie that. my favorite part was probably the tree thing we're making the tree that oh was yeah really cool they like that's um, pretty fun they Magic. it comes drugs. back to the tree thing <laughs> where they do this dance and the tree and like grow. grows in their grow. backyard grow. yeah um, but we need to we need to talk about something. Yeah, we need to talk about the cat bus because oh. there is a point in this movie where they're waiting at the bus stop, and it's really funny because there's this yeah. frog. Oh. You're laughing at this frog and Totoro and an umbrella and just all this stuff. And, an and then and then yeah. you think the bus is coming to pick up the little girls, and we all thought Totoro oh, was going to disappear. Dude, like three people said it. Yeah, like, we we all thought Totoro was going to disappear, but then the bus pulls up, and it's a mix between a cat. And a bus. I don't it's know just, how else to yeah, describe it. It, it is a it's like a it has like a dozen legs, and <laughs> its eyes are headlights, and it has little rats for brake lights yeah, and rats <laughs> on top, and it's a bus that is made like out of a cat. Yeah, and it's also a male cat. Yeah. Oh yes, there is oh, a point gosh. where you can tell that it's a boy. That was a pretty <laughs> interesting <laughs> cultural divide there. <laughs> Um, but all of us were cracking up and of course when they ride the bus it's like these fuzzy seats that look like they're from a hippie van in the 70s (laughs) it's pretty funny drugs Um, more drug motif and it is it's funny at the bus stop is when Totoro hands them this package that you know what it is yes Right um, before the bus gets right there. Right before the fact. bus gets there. So, yeah, that's true. We still don't know what he actually handed. No, I have no idea. That. No, yeah. they told it's acorns. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, oh, it, was, it was. It was acorns. all the acorns. Okay. Acorns, acorns, Luke. There are a lot of acorns them. in this movie. If there is some symbolism in this movie, I think I missed a lot of it. Uh, I would need I to watch think... it again because I was too busy paying attention to all the insane yes. stuff that yes, was happening. Agreed. Um, I feel like there's more symbolism that we didn't. Yeah, tap into our and I think I think though part of it is they were trying to make this movie really for kids and so it it's on their speed and at their level because the kids like oh look a cat bus is here and an adult's like why is there a cat bus and the kids like well obviously that's what they're gonna ride in you know you know know, what's the problem what's there's not an issue here it's a cat bus (laughs) duh get over it um and then there's the scene where they fly on the cat bus and Ian 
Ian brought up the question, people can see the little girls, but they can't see the cat bus and Totoro and stuff. So if the girls were flying by, would they just see two girls in a sitting position just flying through fields <laughs> and roads? And stuff, which would be kind of awesome. I would love it. So funny. Um, I thought it wasn't, for me, it wasn't even so much a touching story. It was just, it was cute. Fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was um, fun. Uh, like I said, I don't think I would ever watch it by myself. Yeah. But with a group of people, it's an, it's an interesting. I like it. Yeah. Um, you get very so, attached to a corn. A <laughs> yes, corn. there's a point where you get attached to an ear of corn. Oh my gosh, man. And uh, there's so many random animals. That little frog. The Dude, goat. that frog. It, yeah, it makes the, the weirdest sound. Oh, yeah. And the it was like, goat. And then there, I also felt like there was kind of an unresolved plot with uh, the little neighbor boy, too. I agree. Uh, I, I think that was more implied. I think maybe it was implied. Um, I wonder if this was based on anything or if that was an original Honestly, script. Honestly, do that a lot. They yeah. They give little hints. Yeah. And then they hints. just kind of drop you off. They just leave it empty. They just um, drop you off a prom and don't pay. They you get off the cat bus and you don't know where you are. Um, <laughs> all you have is a is a after the drugs. drugs. That look like drugs. Um I think that about does it for this movie. I mean, it's it's not too deep, so no, it's I, it's just drugs. <laughs> it's just it's fun. one of us thinks it's drugs, the rest of us think it's just folk- Japanese folklore. You know, Japanese, Japanese folklore. Guys. You know, it's drugs. You know deep <laughs> no, down. it's Japanese. Um, there there are definitely some good laughs in there. Oh, yeah. Interesting film. Um, oozing with enthusiasm. So we have one movie left on our cartoon movie marathon. Does anybody Ooh. know what it is? Iron Giant. It's the Iron Giant. So, oh, baby. Uh, that is one. Fight to the death. Yes, there's going to be a big fight. Luke and I obviously are secured because it's our podcast, oh. our rules. But everybody else is going to have to fight to get on this one. I would love to have somebody. I think Murad has never seen it. So I really, really want to have somebody that's seen it for the first time. Um, and we'll get more into that one. But that is a movie... I could talk about that movie for the, a whole hour, really. No, seriously. So, um, I watched it five million times. It was times Ian's favorite movie. No, no. I would uh, it's fantastic. I would just sit so, and watch it. Please, if you don't watch any other of the movies on this marathon, uh, now that I've seen every movie before it, it's the best one. Iron Giant's the best one. Um, so please watch it. It's great. Definitely. So, all right. We will see you in segment three. ditched both Birdie and Ian, the brother and sister combo for Jack Yay. and Murad. How do y'all? Is back on. Luke is still here. Hey. <laughs> Luke's hey. always here. Hi. Luke's gotten suddenly more shy than this episode. He was talking enough storm with Birdie earlier and they were arguing about technology. I'm not so. shy. I'm just being quiet. <laughs> I'm just being, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, Forgive it's me. Difference. All right, we're doing a, our fall TV preview stuff, uh, mm. which some of the shows have already started. Some are coming later. So first, we're going to talk about new shows, and the big one. You guys want to start with the big one? Yeah. All right. Yes. The big one is Agents of Shield, oh, the Marvel show, gosh. which all of us have seen the pilot. Yep. And um, we'll try to keep it pretty much spoiler free. I think a lot of people tuned in for it. Um, I don't know if it was record breaking by any means, but I know I'm sure it yeah. did well. So let's do our, uh, for people who don't know, I'll give a quick explanation and then we can do our short personal reviews. Um, it's based on the Marvel, well, just the Marvel universe and, uh, there's no Nick Fury or anything, but you get agent Coulson post Avengers. um, post Avengers. Exactly. So this is after the Avengers. And I like that they refer to the battle of New York and it talks about like they cleaned up all that. And so this is New York, uh, with shield run around doing, kind of um super what's the word i'm looking for like super secret spy espionage espionage stuff but it's still very much tied in like um like law and order or ncis type of way you know they have their whole team assembled 
you have your fighters and your scientists and everything. So, um, Murad, you want to go first on your uh, thoughts sure. on it? Yeah. Well, uh, I liked it. I wouldn't say it was amazing. Okay. Um, I went into expecting things that did not happen. Yeah. And it was a bummer. Um, you were hoping for Luke Cage. I was. Me. Yeah. Well, I saw the, I mean, the guy. The, the guy the, who looked like Luke Cage. The guy jumped out of the window and landed. Yeah. Out. I was pretty excited. Because uh, you probably won't be able to see heroes and villains like that in movies. Yeah. So I was hoping they'd do something like that. Yeah. Um, It was neat how they kept um the villain from a previous movie. I don't know if we want to spoil that. Uh, I know they kept... Was it? It was not really a villain. I think we can say this: they kept the extremists back in it. Yeah, but it's not really the same villain or anything. It's just okay. Is it, yeah, all I know is extremists was back in it. So yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. So, um, but overall, the I, know, I thought they did a good job. I think uh, I'm kind of curious to see where it leads. I'm really yeah. confused about the future of the show and how it goes on. Yeah, but I think they'll do a good job. Yeah, Jack Bynum. Um, <laughs> I just I was impressed with how the approach they took. Like they didn't take the approach of um, some TV, some more serious TV shows will do, where they start like midway into the action and then like flashback and recap. Hmm. Like for that pilot episode, you uh... see that a lot. What is the Latin term is in media res, which means beginning in the middle. Yeah, and yeah. then you recap and you figure yeah, things yeah. out, and that makes it, I guess, the plot more in depth. They just kind of started and went linear. I liked that. And um, they also didn't take it too seriously, which was very nice. It was. It had some of the because in you see in in the difference between especially the movies like Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. you see the humor that's used. Marvel, it's a little more upfront and humorous. So I, yeah. I like that they kept that, and it and yeah. just to uh, it definitely felt uh, to me it still felt like the same universe that the Marvel yeah. movies take place in. So, but just to Ditto Mirad, it had an NCIS or a Law and Order feel, which is very appealing and compelling to a lot of people. But it still had the intertone of you know they're superheroes, so we can nerd out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. there was some geeking out going oh, on yeah. for me, Luke. Um, well, you know. I have not read any comics. Right. I don't know much about any of the heroes. Right. Especially in Avengers. Yep. <laughs> so I think my experience was kind of lacking. So, yeah. you know. You seemed pretty underwhelmed. Yeah. 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 There's just, yeah. It's kind of some cheesy parts of in there that I didn't really That's like true. that much. But okay. Yeah. Like you didn't like the action sequences or just. The action sequences were okay. Yeah. It's just some of it's like, ah, oh, that doesn't make a little. That doesn't make much sense. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It is TV. It was. It was a little scatterbrained in moments. I'll give you that. Anything else you didn't like that just pops out at you? Um, Actor, character. I did not like the scientist, Swedish or whatever it is. The Irish. There was like an Irish one and a British yeah. one, yeah. and they're what do they call them? They're two different names. I, I can't I remember. Know, it was some. To- it's like a play on words. It's a total ripoff of. Um, it's a sort of a ripoff of Pacific Rim. We have the two like yeah, except for Pacific Rim did it really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I liked the guys yeah. in Pacific Rim, but that guy he just got on my nerves because he's like, oh, I'm a computer nerd and I'm an action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I actually like them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like them. Um, Thanks, Brad. I I think all of us can probably say the the character you're wanting to watch is Agent Coulson. Yes. Um, yeah. And definitely. and he's great. Clark Gregg, the actor there, is just a solid actor. And you know he doesn't look so much like a secret agent. He just kind of looks like he looks like a company man. But, but you that's know? like definitely. what that's the and, joy. That's the great thing about it because in in real life quotation marks. Yeah. You wouldn't want to suspect them. They wouldn't be this exactly crazily dressed. You know, Thor type character or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, I too was underwhelmed. I think I liked it. I, I don't know. I definitely liked it more than Luke. I'm probably somewhere close to where Jack and Murad are. Uh, I thought some of the action was actually pretty well done. Um, kept the universe alive. Um, I've always been interested in shield cause it's supposed to be this big organization, but you don't get to see too much in the comics. Sometimes it's just sometimes like mm. a bunch of shield agents just show yeah. up. You know, I want to see who they are. Um, 
just a quick side plug in Thor in the comic books right now. Thor, um, a girl who's graduating from the Shield Academy. They have like a dance to celebrate or whatever, and she invites him to be her date on YouTube, that's and he hilarious. shows up. Um, so that was pretty awesome. And so he's kind of dating this girl now that's in Shield. That's interesting. Anyways, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, but yes, back to TV. But it was all. It was also. Um, Oh, dang it, I lost my train of thought. Well, I was just going to finish by saying um, Joss Whedon, who uh, is kind of the executive producer and the the brain behind the Marvel Universe as we see it on screen, whether it be movie or TV, uh, he doesn't always do the best pilots, is what a lot of people have pointed out. And sometimes his shows take a while to pick up steam. So I'm hoping we're kind of going to see that. That's what, and, kind of what I was going for, too. Was, yeah. Eh, it kind of doesn't look too great, but I'm going to give the entire TV yeah. show a chance. It'll build. Oh, and it was interesting enough to watch more. I think yeah, are we yes. all on board mm, with yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to see more. I have, and, I have a book marked as every, every Tuesday to sit down and watch it. Every, so. Isn't it Monday? Tuesday, right? I think it's Monday. Anyways, anyway, no, it's Tuesday. we'll figure it out. Okay. Because I have a day off. So. Well, what, oh. I, what I was going <laughs> to say is, really, you haven't. we haven't seen action or things like that uh on tv since like heroes yes yeah. and, um, or like maybe I, don't, I wouldn't even say lost like you know, you know it's not it's, you don't really see you mean action. like a, a pure action-based show yeah being like, yeah, like i mean like one of the opening shots of the guy jumping out of the building slamming onto the ground doing that very much a james bond opening yeah 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 we don't get a whole lot of that and it's because spy shows have really worked or not um I think Alias was one of the last big ones, yeah. uh, which was good for a while. Um, it it kind of fought, fell off. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about just the new characters. Luke doesn't like the computer guys, but they bring in... Um, I liked the pilot who used to be a really awesome agent. You know who I'm talking about? I think her name's yes. like May or and something. She's mm-hmm. a great actor. And actress. she was good. Yeah, I thought she was a good actress. Um, and then they bring in the... The young gun guy, who's the more the weapons expert, that is he's the guy at the beginning that Jack yeah. was talking about. Did y'all like him or? Yeah, he's I'm, pretty cool. I didn't like him at first because I was like, why do we have him when we have Coulson around? Uh-huh. But then I started to see like he that actor I think is really pushing to make it an interesting character, not just mm-hmm. the hothead. Mm-hmm. And so I like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the hacker lady at first and kind of came over on her. A little bit too. Maybe that's going to be like a foreshadowing of the show. You know, at first maybe you don't. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You don't particularly like, and then you grow into it. You know. Yeah. Um, so we don't get disappointed. We more build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Build an everlasting love, Jack. And I'm trying to. Oh well, there's the character. There's not Luke Cage. I don't remember what his name is, but there's the not Luke Cage guy that I thought maybe they were going to get rid of. Um, but it looks like he may be around some more. Yeah, it'd be um, interesting because sometimes between the first episode and the second episode, you know, they're like, oh, oh, things get changed around sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, so may, yeah. It, on I've seen shows where like you get the lineup the first show and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And then the second episode, you know, two of the characters have been shipped off to different outposts or yeah. whatever, you know. That's true. Um, so overall, I think we all think we're going to watch more, watch yeah. the pilot. Uh, definitely, I'm hoping it's going to be a show that's going to be important to watch in order. I prefer it that way. Doesn't mean they can't have some standalone episodes that you can watch whenever, but I like in order better. Um, but we need to get rolling because we have more shows to talk about. Yeah. Yes, that's what Luke wants me to do. All right. Um, so the other night, I watched um shield and then got in bed and i was like i want to watch some other new shows and i saw one called brooklyn nine nine and i shared it with you guys tonight and i think oh would we all give it like high high rating for comedy shows give it a high five like a high five okay it's Um, pretty great like an an a a plus almost i I would i'd give it a solid i don't want to give it an a plus because it just just it's it, a, it's, it's in an A territory. Yeah. It's an A territory. Yeah, A minus. A minus. Yeah, that's probably where I am. Um, Andy Samberg from Hot Rod kills it on the show. Oh, so he is good. hilarious. His dialogue, I think he's ad libbing a lot. Yeah. He's so good, and I love the new captain. 
um, <laughs> the older black actor, the two of them together are hysterical. Oh, man. And he is so straight faced. That guy, like, it's just, and Dude. it makes for Andy Samberg running around in circles and this guy just standing still being like, you are an idiot. <laughs> and it, I love that. I could watch that all day long. It's, it's, it's a good um, chemistry between them, the contrasting yeah. styles. Um, one of the big, I love the writing. Uh, I like that there's, you know, making it a cop show that there's going to be different cases and unique cases every time. Um, one big complaint. I don't like the character of Gina. Who's like the civilian receptionist. She rubbed wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She just doesn't fit in as well. Um, she's kind of ditzy. They're going to have to, well, she's, she talks real slow and she like there's points where she's talking about selling drugs and they just kind of look at her weird and move on and then she tells the captain like i want to use your office and then she says he says no and like i don't know i can't figure out her character i feel they're i feel they're trying to use her as like a um uh like to to reference it to the office like like a I don't know how to like. Um, I don't even know. Like like a, a comedy break character to break from the storyline. Yeah. You know, if you were to take her little segments and put them all together in a compilation video, they'd uh, still okay. be funny. They're trying to use her as like almost comic relief on well, a comedy show. It's which is not kind of working. Redundant. It's, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, working. it's not working. They need to change the that's, character or change the actor. That's what's holding it back from an yeah. A plus. Luke, you have something? Just remove that character. Remove that. All right. Yeah. yeah. They don't need her too much. Um. Everybody else, I really like. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the actress before. That's the angry detective lady. Um, I've never she's seen really it. funny, and I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think she has a background in comedy. Nope. I think she has a background in just like theater. She, she or something. Reminds it's, me a lot of uh, what's that? Ron episode? Swanson? No, but in that show. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, somebody mean. Oh, um, on what show? Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec character. We're all. She reminds members. me of Angela from The Office. A little bit, yeah. What was her name? I already like this character better than Angela, though. Yeah, that's true. It's a woman on Parks and Rec. It's yeah, mean it's, to people. It's the the one the lady married to Andy. Yeah. Oh, oh, April. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's kind of like April. That's true. Um, what about the guy that is trying to get her? I don't. I think I, that I actor's like pretty I don't, funny. I, no, yeah. I, don't re- I don't recognize him from anything. Oh, I've I've seen I've him plenty seen, of stuff. Yeah. He has oh, a long really? history in like sketch comedy and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um. I don't think we need to talk too much about this one because we could talk jokes oh, and everything. So but really, funny. you should sit down and watch it with some friends. Yeah, it's so great. guys, the the pilot is fantastic. And really, I didn't find anything that was too gross out or too weird. Not in the pilot. Maybe the second episode. A second little. episode was a bit. It wasn't as funny, but nah. it was still it was still better than a lot of other stuff. I've seen. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. All right, Brooklyn Nine um, Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. We recommend. It gets creative creative listening approved. It does. Um, <laughs> Next one, did anybody see Sleepy Hollow besides myself? No. Okay. One and two. Um, the pilot is pretty corny, pretty weird, little national treasure-ish. Um, spoiler alert, uh, skip ahead about 20 seconds, like the devil shows up um, <laughs> at the end of the episode and like possesses a guy and it was kind of freaky. And, uh, and it's like an albino devil. Anyways, the only parts of it I really liked is there's a lot of Revolutionary War history in it. And huh, that's really cool. cool. That is Other cool. than that, and the production buzz- budget they did for that, because you don't see a lot of cool Revolutionary War battles. Um, I don't know. I did skip through the second episode just to see where it would go. And I don't think I'm going to be sticking with it. Um, really? Yeah. It's a good pilot, though. Questions, comments, concerns? Moving on. It's a de- it's not even that great of a pilot. Not even that great. I, it's really, if it wasn't for the Revolutionary War <laughs> stuff, I would have been out. Um, and it's so untrue to the original story. Yeah. In the same vein, nobody saw Dracula. I don't know if it's even no, on yet. I don't. But it looks pretty I, corny. It's like a modern care. day Dracula. I don't it's, care. Yeah. They're trying to continue the vampire stuff, aren't they? Oh, it's Oops. it's big and it's dying. It is dying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always try and give stuff like this somewhat of a chance because sometimes... When something is dying, something sneaks in there that gets un, uh, it gets overlooked. Yeah, and it who knows, but it probably won't be until good. until we actually watch yeah. it. Um, do we have? I have one more that you guys don't know about. I have one that's a returning. But... Murad, it seems like we maybe had another one, a comedy or something. I don't think we did. All right, I don't think so. you're, looks, you're looking frightened. All right, I want to talk about this one. <laughs> Almost Human has not premiered yet. It stars um, Carl yeah. Urban, who is Bones in the new Star Trek movies. Um, okay, the okay. doctor okay uh, he is a human cop that is one of the first cops to get paired up with an android cop in the future 
and I don't want to spoil anything, but some hilarious stuff happens like in the trailer. I wish I had seen it in the episode because it's pretty awesome. But long story short, he does not like having an Android cop. Um, and it looks like the production's going to be pretty high and good amount of money pumped into it. It's one I'm very excited to see. Cool. I think it'd be pretty What's cool. What's it called? It's called uh, Almost Human. Almost Human. Yes. Okay. So cool. it'll be a buddy cop, but I mean, with enough sci-fi stuff to entertain. It's kind of a mix. Yeah. yeah. All right. Plug your... Uh, okay, returning. so I'm going to give a little shout yes. out to the web, the web, the internet, okay. the, um, the returning web show, probably one of the most successful web show of uh, re- recent history on okay. YouTube by Freddie Wong and Brian Latash's Video Game High School. Okay. Uh, season one is on Netflix as a movie. They just it, it was all ten minute episodes. One, yeah, they crammed it into one story. movie. It was it was okay. It yeah. it, it would it would have hit about eight. The second season, however, came out mm. last year, um, and it was it was fantastic. It was it was really amazing. So is this like thing. action comedy? No, it's, no. It's, what is it? It's story, but there is some action because it's about these kids who go to like a, a high, it's like a world where there's no sports, there's no war or anything. Okay. But you, you, the most important thing is video games. Okay. So they go to high, this high school for video games to make millions of dollars in the pros. Like, so it's like uh, pro gaming gotcha. is a big deal. Um, so it, in the, in the first season, it's done by Kickstarter Productions. Right. Like, they raised all the money for it. Right. The, the budget got doubled for the second season, and the second season got twice as better as the first season. So, if the so budget, you have high hopes for season three. I have high hopes three. for season three. Do you and know when that's coming out? or I think it's coming out in November. Okay. Um, Luke, um, you've seen a little of this, I think. I watched season one. Mm-hmm. Did not like the, um, I liked season one towards the end of it, and okay. just stopped. Yeah. Right. It, yeah, the concept season two is so much better. The concept is okay. Yeah. I like the idea. It's just the characters. I was not liking them so much. And sure, they made a lot of great references that it was like, oh my god. But then it was just like, uh, this is getting old. Yeah. So you know, we'll see. I haven't watched season two. I haven't watched season three because it's not out yet. But you know, yeah, I'll have to get back see, into that. Season two. It, if you watch season two and still don't like it. Then I'll let you. I'll let you go. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. But right. you have to watch season two because I think right. you'll enjoy it. I kind of want to watch it now. I'm going to skip season one though. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to returning TV shows on TV. Uh, we're all pretty big Parks and Recs fan. We mm-hmm. have not seen. There's been one episode of season six. Mm-hmm. Is it already six? Mm-hmm. It's five or six. So I th- I'm pretty sure it's six. Okay. Um, anyways, excited about that. Um, I've heard rumors of. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but anyways, it's going to be a foil, a character similar to Ron Swanson that's going to go toe to toe with Ron Swanson. Um, oh Sam God. Elliott. Sam Elliott is the actor who uh, he's the beef. It's what's for dinner guy. So um, an old cowboy, a worthy opponent for Ron Swanson. And I don't know anything besides. I mean, we've we've talked about it on the show before. I think everybody here likes yeah. it. I'm so. I'm anticipating the next season of Psych. I know you don't like it, Chris. What season is it on? I think this is going to be season seven. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, you can I have mean, your Psych. You can I'm, have your Psych. I like it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's quirky. It, I like it because of the dialogue. You know, it's not so much physical humor. Yeah. You agree, Mirad? It's more like constant, like constant i don't know quirky humor out of the dialogue it's very well written i like that okay um fair enough they're gonna high they high five they high five luke have you ever seen psych no you don't have to all right (laughs) um oh yeah yeah returning all right a show we all do like community is eventually coming back yes um chevy chase is left (laughs) <laughs> Dan Harmon, the original show creator who got fired because of the whole Chevy Chase controversy. Google it, people. Okay. Um, Dan Harmon is now back, which means this oh. new season should be better because it's, Yay. yeah, uh, it's not, he so, wasn't there for season four, which is the worst season. Yeah, why, uh, yes, why did they, oh, go ahead. I forgot, why did uh, Chevy Chase get booted? Uh, he is extremely difficult to work with. And they thought they should keep him around, even though he and Dan Harmon were fighting. And I've heard Dan Harmon is very hard to work with. 
but they decided that the show is better with Dan Harmon and not with Chevy Chase. Kind of is I what happened. It that. was a very unheard of thing. Um, very rarely does someone get fired in TV and brought back on the next season. Yeah, that doesn't but, really happen. Um, um, it was mm, season four was a little weak. Season four was weak. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it wasn't a little weak. It was very weak. Okay, compared to the other seasons, yes. yes. Um, this one also, I don't know if you guys know, you know Donald Glover who plays Troy, um, yeah. is leaving halfway through the season. Really? Why uh-huh. not? Um, the actor wants to move on, so I can I can understand. He's that. doing that. He's in um, the fifth season. Here's the long. thing, though. I've been thinking about that. I think Dan Harmon is a good enough showrunner. He's done some stuff, especially season two and three in Community, where they could really make this work to their strength with Pierce and Troy gone. I mean, they could bring in another character and maybe. Do something really awesome. I'm always down for more of the Dean, so maybe oh, yes, put a little definitely. more focus on the Dean. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know about that. Oh, man. I, I, I love think he has to work some magic to make that happen. Okay, but here's one thing I am gonna say: if they do it right, the Troy and Abed parting, where Troy goes off oh, to wherever or something, yeah. if they do it right, could actually be one of the most like touching moments on TV ever. Because they be. are two characters that I'm always just rooting for of just their buds, you know. Yeah. And Abed, fortunately, I'm glad it's not Abed leaving instead of Troy. Yeah. Um, because Abed, I feel like, is interesting enough to hold his own. And uh, Troy's whereas if Troy too. was by himself, I'd get yeah. a little more bored. Yeah. So. I, I, let's oh, that, face it, Abed well, is a fascinating character. You got to remember though the air conditioning repairman parts with Troy. That oh yeah, that, that well, and that maybe what they use is an excuse to get him out. Is he like finishes or takes over the school like, repairman school? Abducted by the cold. Uh, yeah, he gets, <laughs> 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 that um, would be that would be kind of a funny way for him to go. Oh yeah. man, I bet that's how he's going to go, dude. I don't know. I it probably will do something. I forgot about the air conditioner repair stuff. It is funny. The last thing I remember, he mentions it. Said he said uh, he doesn't take classes anymore. He just does yoga, and they write down his wisdoms. <laughs> all the AC repairmen. So, but eventually he is going to have to move on to something. That's hilarious. Um, so there's community. looking forward to that. Uh, other, I don't know. I don't think there's much else. Uh, returning show stuff. Well, one more thing on going back to. Um, before how did Chevy Chase leave in the Chevy Chase's character leave in the story they've just kind of faded out the character yeah. to be honest really yeah. so there's no like they no, haven't like, you, they haven't given you, an official remember, like Pierce is gone yeah really you, well you remember on like two and a half men when what's his face said that crazy meltdown and they, he jumped in front of a train you know the next episode or whatever uh, okay well I don't watch two and a half men but I well, know about Charlie Sheen obviously yeah. Um, yeah, you his character jumped in front of a train and died, so they took him away out of the show. Well, I imagine since Dan Harmon hates Pierce it's or hates Chevy Chase, he'll probably just be like something dead. super embarrassing. Really, no, something like really embarrassing, really awful, yeah, really awful. In his dungeon, <laughs> and they'll they'll just take like a yeah. I can, one can only imagine. It's <laughs> run over by a. You know. Um, I do want to say this. I'm going to make a prediction. Um, I wanted to do this make a prediction about breaking bad which ends oh. tonight okay um so we're recording this before the premiere and i want to make a prediction and see if i'm right in the future so i'm recording this you guys are my witnesses all right okay so if you don't want to hear it um and people now. who have who haven't and seen it but um you can stop the show now there's i think we're out of content right yes we, all right it is 7 or 6 p.m on the 29th <laughs> of september 2013 oh, yes and we're in texas and so we're on central time so it starts in an hour the the premiere yeah. okay here's my four minutes here we go walter white is going to kill himself at the end of the show that is my thought i think oh. he's go- i think he's going to take his own life because the weight of his sins is just going to be too much for him and he the cancer that, the cancer won't do it and so he's just going to do it himself that would actually be a very interesting way for the show to end yeah and I, then and then uh, his his wife and his kids you know they leave and go they're already else. kind of broken apart anyways well yeah um, but they it yeah. show maybe maybe it, like maybe he'll die like in the like if he follows your maybe he'll die in the first 10 minutes and the rest of the episode is about them moving on with their lives or something Maybe it it actually has been done before. There was a show called Six Feet Under where the main character died uh, three episodes before it ended. Um, that was kind of strange. Yeah, I did. I never watched the whole thing. I had a roommate that was way into it though. 
Anyways, that's all I wanted if to that say. that comes true, oh, I'm going <laughs> to... We'll talk about it off mic, Jack. Yes, we're going to have to. <laughs> I just wanted to make that prediction. Oh. Uh, I haven't heard anybody else say it, and I've been thinking it for a while. So, all right. All right. I think we're done. Cool. Yeah. Another episode in the can, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, see you later. Bye.